0: Amazon has announced a delay when it comes to their popular Prime Day here in Canada. And for more on this, let's say welcome back to the program. Deanne Briesois, CEO of the Retail Council of Canada. She joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Deanne, good afternoon. Hi, nice to be with you. Nice to have you back uh, with us. So, Just uh, first off, let's get into this announcement from uh, Amazon. Uh, they are delaying Prime Day here in Canada, and this has all got to do with COVID?
1: I am in, in great... Yes, the short answer is yes. Uh, I think it it certainly was uh, well publicized that they, as well as a lot of other large dis- distribution centers and warehouses, were challenged during COVID with cases in the workplace. And so in order to ensure that they keep everyone safe and follow uh, health guidelines, they've uh, they've delayed it. Which was not a big surprise to most people.
0: No, considering the fact that uh, in Peel, I know the public health unit there has uh, partially closed at least, I, I believe, uh, three of them in uh, recent uh, weeks. So certainly uh, there is a major uh, public health concern there.
1: Yes, there is. And, and, you know, you and I have talked about this. One of the concerns we had when we were talking about vaccination rollout was to try to make sure that public health units in the province saw distribution centers and warehouses, specifically those employees, as uh, essential because we know how much online shopping has grown and we knew that there were a lot of workers in those facilities. So we weren't surprised to hear that Amazon and others face uh, challenges, And uh, but hopefully they're working those through with those public health units and, and hopefully uh, things will get back to normal. And
0: Deanne is the retail council of Canada. Are you supportive of some of the measures that have been put in place in the last uh, couple of weeks, most notably uh, shutting down or partially shutting down uh, workplaces where there's been some COVID outbreaks?
1: Well, we're, we're concerned. We are working with uh, the different public health units to make sure that they look at them case by case. Uh, You know, it's, Sometimes difficult to figure out is this worker related or is this or are these cases coming from outside meaning or customers or people uh dropping off shipments and the like so we were concerned that there weren't there wasn't a lot of clarification around that, and that we'd end up shutting things down when that may not be required, but obviously at the end of the day, we wanted to make sure everyone was safe and were Certainly hoping that in a couple of weeks, we will get some good news from government in regards to reopening a retail, even, even if it's at reduced capacity. It's been, as you know, we've talked about that, it's been challenging.
0: Yeah. Are you hopeful that uh, businesses will be allowed to reopen at least with partial capacity on May the 20th? Because I know Global News, we are reporting uh, this afternoon that it looks like uh, this uh, stay-at-home order is going to be extended, continued through into June, June 2nd, so maybe an additional couple of weeks.
1: Oh Well, you know, just hearing those words from you is, is making me shiver because we know many businesses currently are closed down or suffering even with curbside pickup or online and extending it another two weeks. But you and I both know that we're also, you know, we also have to look at the case numbers and see if we're going in the right direction. But we're certainly hoping that they will consider at least looking at reopening in regions where cases are low and then slowly but surely monitoring the others and then reopening because our our retailers are suffering. And we're, we're very concerned that many of them will end up closing.
0: Dan, has there been any clarification from the government as to what that will look like uh, when the reopening does eventually occur, how that will all unfold for uh, retail and uh, business uh, in general? I mean, is this something where we're going to see maybe reduced capacity, half capacity, and then eventually full capacity? Uh, Are there metrics that are being put in place? Also, we were just talking about this uh, actually late last week with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Uh, the enhanced use of rapid testing for uh, employees and maybe even those that are uh, coming into retail business. Has a lot of that been clarified or is it still up in the air? Do you know?
1: Uh, It's not been clarified. It's up in the air. And we certainly, as as this chamber, have been pushing really hard for rapid testing and also uh, encouraging the province to look at the experience in Quebec and in other provinces where they have reopened. And what they do is they look at the case numbers by region and then determine what the capacity limits should be and then work with the businesses as well as the public health units to ensure that there's enough uh, there, there's capacity for rapid testing as well as vaccination. So we're hoping that they will look at different alternatives so that we can slowly but surely reopen and ensure that you know people can shop safely uh in the, in the next couple of weeks
0: all right in the meantime online remains a, a viable option for many although amazon again announcing a delay when it comes to prime day here in canada due to uh covet outbreaks also, uh, making news on the Amazon front, uh, Deanne, this afternoon, uh, they've been under pressure for some time now by uh, customers and lawmakers to crack down on uh, counterfeits on their site, and they have announced here today, Amazon, that they've blocked. How about this? More than ten billion suspected phony listings. That's a lot.
1: <laughs> and that is a lot, and that's and, you know we were we were delighted to see that because we've been working with law enforcement. And cybersecurity experts to deal with uh, what's happening online, so false claims uh, and uh, fake fake suppliers. And so, it's extremely important for not just Amazon, but any business that has a strong marketplace or online presence, to ensure that if they are dealing with third parties, that they are legitimate. And that those third parties are in fact selling products that follow all the regulations to protect consumers. So that is a it's a good news story in the sense that it reminds everyone that we need to pay close attention to what we buy online, who we buy it from, and where it comes from.
0: Yeah, whether it's Amazon or others, is e-commerce are they doing enough to protect their customers?
1: Most certainly. Uh, we know because of all of the webinars that we've been running throughout the year that this is top of mind for all retailers because, as you know, the last thing you want is discourage your customer from coming back to you. I mean, you're in the business of increasing that loyalty, so it is absolutely important. No retailers are paying much more attention to that than ever before.
0: You know, this reminds me, Deanne, of uh, Facebook, and we've discussed this in the uh, last uh, few months. Uh, they have uh, basically claimed that they can't stem the tide of misinformation on their site just because they've got so many users and it's just too vast. It, no. It's too big. No. Is that similar here for for no. Amazon that they've become uh, so big that it is hard for them to uh, keep control of the listings?
1: Oh, there's no question that you know there's there's a good site, a good story about scale, which is mean getting big profitable and expanding your reach, but then the the tough part of scale is trying to make sure that you have all the security and check measures in place so that the people who are selling on your marketplace or the products you're selling are, in fact, what the customers are ordering. So it is a challenge, but certainly there's been also a lot of discussion with uh, government officials and law enforcement, there's more attention paid. There are new technology tools that are being developed, so that will continue to be front and center. But it is a challenge. As smart as we think we are in putting systems in place, it appears that those who want to uh, to sell uh, counterfeit products or, in fact, sell goods that aren't really what you ordered, uh, always seem to find tricks to get around some of these systems. So there's a lot lots of work to be
0: to be done. Uh, it should be noted that Amazon has spent more than 700 million dollars just last year and they apparently have 10,000 people uh, working on uh, their wow. anti-counterfeiting uh, efforts uh, right now. I know a lot of major brands also sue a lot of these uh, counterfeit uh, companies, but yeah. at the end of the day, what is your best advice the Retail Council of Canada when it comes to uh, consumers and uh, making sure that uh, they're protected?
1: Well, consumers need to make sure that they verify the sites uh, where they shop and that they know those sites, but that they also know if they're going to a marketplace, uh, a platform where there are a lot of sellers, that they find out from the main companies. So in this case, it would be Amazon, but it could be others, if they are buying directly from the company or through a third party. So it is like, you know, doing... Product knowledge research. It's extremely important uh, for consumers to pay attention to where the product comes from and who's selling it. That would be my best advice.
0: Do your due diligence. Deanne Briesbois, yeah, CEO that's... of the Retail Council of Canada. Deanne, always appreciate the time. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you so much. Have a good day.
0: Bye. You as well.